Hello and welcome to Truth Triumphant Radio. I'm your host Cody Mori, and I wanted to talk about uh, something uh, kind of kind of uh, important going on right now in the news, and that is um, the call. And this kind of goes full circle. This is is really where we started from. Was was the the issue of education? It seems now that. The group Black Lives Matter and NAACP are calling an end to private schools, you know, based on uh, racist um, uh, reasonings. But they also want to change the public school system and make it more uh, racially, culturally inclined, I guess, towards... Um, well, I mean, it's it's really, at the end of the day... It's really this far left group and this this radical group, this communist group, as we're going to look at today. And essentially what they're asking for is they're asking for control, at least in some sense, over the education system. Now, what would that possibly lead to? Well, if you look at uh, students that go through the college systems today... Do, are they usually patriots when they get out of those things? Are they, you know, are they are they people that are are ready to go serve in the military, or or they they become historians, or they become uh, strong Christians, or something like that? And certainly there are schools uh, like that, I believe. Uh, but the overarching majority, and I'm somebody who is gradu uh, graduate of uh, college myself. Uh, can tell you that even at a supposedly Protestant school, that I was I was being pushed constantly, constantly to the left, constantly to the liberal side. Okay, and this is this is these are people that these kids really, um, you know, when Trump got elected, they they were having uh, they were crying and having little gatherings when they're crying. That's that's not regardless of what side you're on, and I'm on neither side, really. I, I want to just reiterate that one more time. I'm not on either side, okay? But I think there's a problem when students in college who are adults cannot handle someone being elected president without rioting and having cry circles and all these other, all these other things going on. I think that's I think that's a problem especially when these people are supposed to be our future leaders. And as we started from, they don't know their history, they don't know who won the Civil War, they don't know who the founding fathers are, they don't know the the true history of the United States. And what's the, what's the education system going to look like when Black Lives Matter gets a hold of it? Uh, some of the statements that we're hearing, this is from Forbes uh, just last month, June 20th, 2020. Uh, the journalist was Nick Morrison. The title is, If Black Lives Really Matter, We Need to Go Back to School. And then they, they the whole argument there is about changing the, the school curriculum uh, and, and, and being more um, conducive to, to racial elements, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. And this is all this. This is really just the political correct movement on fire, and it's all designed to erode the foundations of the United States. The foundations of the United States was founded upon Christian principles. It was founded on, upon capitalism. Our Constitution is designed to support 
Christian principles. There are people don't understand what rights are anymore. Rights do rights come from God. You you have a right to have property because the because the the Ten Commandments say thou shalt not steal. You have a right to life because the Ten Commandments say thou shalt not kill. You have a right to not get cheated on by your husband or wife because the Bible says thou shalt not commit adultery. Okay, that, that's where rights come from. Rights, there's no transgender humanist rights that it's it's a total man-made concoction. It doesn't really exist. There's no authority behind it. And this is the problem with what's being what's already been taught in the schools up to this point. Uh, postmodernism. Truth, all truth is relative. There are no absolutes. You know, uh, they teach evolution, as we've been talking about in the schools. Now you believe that you're you're descended from animals. You're an animal, you know, and, and your future. You don't really have a future. You know, there there's no, there's there's nothing, there's nothing to keep you from doing right and wrong, because. In the end, it doesn't really matter. So you might as well just try to get away with whatever you can, right? I mean, that's the logical outcome of that thinking, and that's what we're seeing. The violence has increased. I mean, you look at just back from the 1950s to now, the violence has increased. Uh, sexual sin has increased. You know, people are getting abortions. People are, uh, kids are, are getting knocked up at a very young age, you know, and on and on and on. Um, I got another title here from uh, our header from uh, this is from Ed Source. The journalist was Tyrone C. Howard, June 21st, 2020. It says statements supporting Black Lives Matter are not enough. Schools must do more. So and and part of, you know, part of the mission statement of Black Lives Matter is if you are white or something else, you know, uh, or well, no, if you're white, which is in a way that's in racist of itself, you have to the, they, they're telling you you have to acknowledge your white privilege and if you don't do that then you know you're not you're not working towards and I think I think you know as you can tell I, I'm, I'm very passionate about this because I, I'm passionate about America and I, I have a problem with um, the erosion of this country because I've invested in it myself I was in the Marines for five years I've served um, and I know others as well Paul Prano um, he served also, and individuals that served, I believe they have like a, a bigger problem with some of this stuff because, you know, they laid it out on the line. And, and I'll, I've been over to other countries. I've seen the way things work over there. And um, America is really a wonderful place. It really is. Even, even to this day, even now it is. So uh, excuse me if I seem very passionate about this, but I am passionate about it. So it, this is – this. The title of this one is going to be called uh, Indoctrination or Education. And the reason why is because we did a show prior on Black Lives Matter. I've already done one. And I was looking I was looking at the podcast, not YouTube. YouTube it, it allowed it for some reason. It's okay there. But um, I was looking at the podcast and I see that I have zero views on it or listens, I guess. And... I was like, I was wondering why that was, and I and, and I finally came to the conclusion that oh, they must have censored it, they must have took like took it down. Now, is that freedom? Is that freedom of speech? We, we're being forced to wear face masks right now, um, you know, for our safety, 
and, and you got to ask yourself is we're, we're the people we the people of the united states you know we are supposed to be this government is to be a government of people for the people do we as a people want to live in a society that forces that where are they where are they just arbitrarily taking the authority to do these things well it all comes back to education and it comes back to the jesuit order also and i'm going to make that connection with you guys today and i think the the main issue revolves around this wonderful sacred truth this tool which it's a tr sacred truth that the devil knows just as much as god knows well maybe not just as much i wouldn't say that but he knows it, and we ought to know it. And it's from Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. It says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I think the devil knows that verse. I think the devil knows that if he trains up our children, that when they are older, they will not depart from the socialist, from the communist, and from the propaganda that's been stuffed down their throats their whole lives. They won't depart from evolution, not unless they really do a serious study and look into these things. That's why each and every one of us, we really have to take control of our own religion and, and really, really ask ourselves what we believe and why. And if, if, if we don't have good answers as to why we believe things, we should search that out and make sure that it's correct. So, I digress. I, I went. We went to uh, Black Lives Matter their website dot com about dot uh, uh, com forward slash about where it has their mission statement. And in one of their uh, one of their uh, bullet points here in their mission statement, it says we affirm the lives of Black, queer, and trans folk, disabled folks, undocumented folks, folks with records, women and all black lives along the gender spectrum. Our network centers those who have been marginalized within black liberation movements. Okay, so here's one of the issues with this. Only about 49% of the black community actually supports transgenderism. Okay, so this in no way, shape, or form is a representative a statement of the entire black community but this is what black lives matter is attempting to do they're attempting to speak for the entire black community and if you want to support them because this is the thing we we all are tempted we understand the history the history is bad but there's there's slavery going on right now right now black slaves in Africa and who has enslaved them the Muslims but Black Lives Matter is a far-left movement, which is also uh, includes the feminists and also includes Islam. Does that make any sense? What will Islam do to gay people if they have the power? They'll kill them, and they have before. Do they believe in slavery? Oh, the, yes, they absolutely believe in slavery, and they will. They if they have the power, they will institute it again. That's part of Sharia law. The prophet, so-called prophet of Muhammad, he owned slaves. He was also racist, by the way. He called black people raisin heads. You can look that up yourself. But this in no way uh, 
represents the entire black community but that's what they're they're trying to do and and they're representing what trans folks and disabled folks this is that this is an attack on the family unit undocumented folks so illegals this goes back to this really back to ancient history and well not ancient history um about 500 years ago four or five hundred years ago and it all boils back down to the jesuits <clears throat> and the counter-reformation the counter-reformation this was the counter to the reformation the reformation led to the free world that we have today it led to the different bills of rights the magna carta and then down to the english bill of rights and then down to the american colonies and our bill of rights and constitution and the culmination of all that the free world religious liberty liberty of conscience and on and on that's what the reformation those are the the industrial revolution all of that innovation all that stuff comes from the principles laid out by the reformation which the principles of the reformation are finding again the bible uh, and putting putting the bible learning from the bible itself and putting it back into its place of authority as sola scriptura uh, that is the bible and the bible alone should be our final authority as christians so the encyclopedia britannica online on the counter-reformation uh in their religious history section this is an article by the editors it says this the, Je the jesuits helped to carry out two major objectives of the counter-reformation catholic education and missionary work the jesuits established numerous schools and universities throughout europe helping to maintain the relevance of the catholic church in increasingly secular and protestant societies with the colonization of the new world oh look at that they're colonizers jesuits established missions throughout latin america to win converts among the indigenous peoples Jesuits were also among the first missionaries of East Asia of modern times, contributing to the spread of Catholicism around the world. Now, with that, that statement there, which is a very politically correct statement, it is a, a true, basic, vague, but basically true uh, statement. What it's not saying there is that when they win converts, they actually will murder people and tell them to convert or die. That's usually what happens. That's what the Jesuits do. That's what the conquistadors under De Soto, uh, Cortez, and the destruction of the Incan Empire, that's what they did. That's what they oversaw. And in East Asia, they sent their first air missionaries to East Asia. If you study the history there, the Jesuits, and actually all countries were expelled from East Asia in the 1600s because of the Jesuit sedition of the government there. So one of the tenets, keep in mind, of the counter-reformation, to undo the reformation, to fight against true Christianity, to fight against the Bible, was education. Education. And this is called the Ratio Studorium. I'm sorry, let me say that again. The Ratio Studorum. And uh, I have an article here from uh, Wikipedia just to give you some information on the Radio Stadorium. That's R-A-T-I-O, Ratio or Ratio Stadorum, S-T-U-D-I-O-R-U-M. Uh, it means it's the official plan for the Jesuit education. In Latin, it means plan of studies. <clears throat> it was a document that standardized the global 
the globally influential system of Jesuit education in 1599. It was a collection of regulations for school officials and teachers. The Ratio Studorum relied on the classical subjects, theology, philosophy, Latin, and Greek, and did not contain any provisions for elementary education. The document was revised in 1832, built upon the classical subjects, but giving more attention to the study of native languages of students, history, geography, mathematics, and the natural sciences, like something like evolution later on. In. And that's Wikipedia on the article on Ratio Studorum. Now I want to read another quote here from uh, J.A. Wiley, which talks about how the Jesuits in history have uh, used the education system to undermine Protestantism and to undermine countries. It says this, the Jesuits made their first appearance in Germany. Oh, this is from uh, J.A. Wiley's book. I'm sorry. This is from J.A. Wiley's book, The Jesuits, Their Moral Maxims and Plots Against Kings, Nations, and Churches, written in 1881. This is page 43 and 44, chapter 11. It says, the Jesuits made their first appearance in Germany about the time that the Lutheran Reformation had attained its climax. From that hour, the Reformation began to go back in all the German countries. The plan pursued by the Jesuits was the following. Their best men they sent to the university seats and colleges such as Ingolstadt soon it fell entirely under their intelligent influence. Interesting note, Ingolstadt is where the Illuminati came from. The uh, father of the Illuminati, Adam Weishaupt, was a professor of canon law there at Ingolstadt, and they are supposed to be the founding principles upon which the French Revolution occurred. Many trace it back to Ingolstadt. Anyways, continuing with the quote, it says, they established small detachments of their order in the chief cities, and there they opened pretentious seminaries. They re the rest they distributed as schoolmasters over the country districts. So not only were they in the colleges and the universities in the, as the main people teaching the next generation of leaders, but they also went out into the county districts as schoolmasters. They were everywhere. <clears throat> They professed a boundless zeal for education. They gave themselves out as experts in the art. There was aim, their aim was to draw the youth, and especially the sons of Protestants, into their schools. In this they succeeded. They took care to have a few brilliant examples of their teaching ready for display, but the bulk of their pupils were far beneath, as others were above the average attainment. It was the form, not the substance of knowledge, which they communicated, training the memory, but dwarfing the judgment. I mean, ask yourself this, if you're someone who's my age, about 30 years old, well, maybe maybe it was even, even older. Ask yourself, how much do you really remember from, from like, say, high school or, or college? You know, when I went to college, when I went to a, a new course, most of the time, I memorized what I thought the teacher wanted me to understand, and I, I sort of mind-dumped it after the class was over. 
That's what it's saying here. It's saying training the memory, but dwarfing the judgment. So they don't, they they teach you, they put you in this this little microcosm of what they want you to learn. Just oh, this subject, this answer is this answer, and this answer is that answer. But they don't promote freedom of thought or innovation. It doesn't happen. Ask yourself, you know, what's going on in the world today? When you see somebody who's 30 years old or younger, like myself, how many of those people can change a tire? I mean, something as simple as that. How many people can do that nowadays? It, it, it's, 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 it's funny, but it's very sad to think about that we've gotten to a point where we've become so indoctrinated and we think we're smart, but we're actually, we don't know much at all. We, we can't, we're losing the, we're losing the knowledge of how to change something like a tire or brakes or an oil in a car, you know, or, or other things, you know, working with your hands in other, other areas. No. That's not education, folks. That's indoctrination. Continuing on with the quote, it says, concentrating their attention on a few and neglecting the many. They found out the art of teaching without educating. In 20 years, the sons had forsaken the faith of their fathers, and a new race of Romanists had risen up in the German fatherland. So that's what they did. They infiltrated the schools, they undermined the religion, and then in 20 years' time, not long, just think about, brothers and sisters, just think about the year 2000 to now. How many, how many Americans were in favor of something like gay marriage in the year 2000 versus the year 2020 now? Big difference. And where, what's the main, one of the main indoctrination tools? Education. And for the rest of us, the ones who aren't in education, what do they use? The television. And that's what we were just talking about on our last show. The, the entertainment attack. They're indoctrinating us over and over that's why we got to turn this stuff off we really have to listen for that still small voice we have to be in prayer for our country we have to be in prayer for these forces that are, are working to try to undermine our country and what will happen if black lives matter this this far left group takes control of the school system i think that the the entire american uh ideals principles will will totally vanish away will totally vanish away now I know prophecy so I know that it doesn't swing to the left uh, without swinging back to the right I don't know how far it swings to the left I don't know but I do know that it swings back to the right pretty hard and once it gets there that's the end for everybody so I have another quote here from the New York Post by uh, the journalist Yaron Steinbuck, June 25th, 2020. The title of the article is Black Lives Matter co-founder describes herself as a trained Marxist. Now, we, we've already talked about the connection between communism and, and the Jesuits. They, they created all those principles themselves. Again, we just mentioned Ingolstadt and the, the French Revolution. They created the principles of communism to use as a weapon against protestantism and against true christianity and against against all the successes that the reformation attained 
as we've mentioned before, liberty of conscience, uh, freedom of religion, the right to property itself. That people they want to give up prop, they won't want property anymore. You know, nationalism versus globalism. They want globalism. But here's uh, the quote says this. It says Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors said in a newly surfaced video from 2015 that she and her fellow organizers are trained Marxists. Quote, trained Marxists, making clear their movement's ideological foundation, according to a report. Kohler's, 36, was the protege of Eric Mann, former agitator of the Weather Underground Domestic Terror Organization. So this Black Lives Matter, according to the New York Post, this is a left-leaning uh, magazine. Okay. According to the New York Post, Black Lives Matter co-founder... Patrice Cullors has a direct connection to the Weather Underground, which was a domestic terror organization. So how can we support something like this? Whether you're black, white, uh, Hispanic, or whatever. Continuing on with the quote, it says, And spent years absorbing the Marxist-Leninist ideology that shaped her worldview. Breitbart News reported, and I'd highly recommend Breitbart uh, for the most part. Uh, it seems to be a, a decent uh, independent news source. Going on, it says, the first thing I think, and this is, I believe they're quoting, yes, they're quoting her. The first thing I think is that we actually do have an ideological frame. Myself and Alicia, in particular, are trained organizers, she said, referring to the BLM co-founder, Alicia Garza. We are trained Marxist. We are super versed on sort of ideological theories. And I think that what we really tried to do is build a movement that could be utilized by many, many black folk. So there you have it. The Jesuits and communism, and this person is a trained Marxist with ties to a domestic terrorist organization. To me, it has it has Jesuits written all over them. And if you look, and I, I don't, we don't have time because uh, the show we only got a couple minutes left now. But we, if we had time, I could show you just quote after quote after quote. You go look up America Magazine online. You go look up what the Jesuits are saying. Look up Jesuits and Black Lives Matter in Google, Google search. The Jesuits are in full support of this movement. Full support. And why is that? Because they know it's working to their end, which is the Counter-Reformation. Their goal hasn't changed. That was the reason they were uh, commissioned to begin with in 1540. All that time ago, they were commissioned to wipe out Protestantism off the face of the earth. And they're not, they haven't completed that goal yet. And of course, they're going to they're gonna tell you it's about something else. They're going to tell you it's about race. They're going to tell you it's about all these other things that are politically correct, etc., etc. But they're not going to tell you the truth because if you knew the truth, then you'd fight back against it. But they're going to they're gonna root out Christianity off of a technicality. That's their goal. That's their goal. They're going to say Christianity is against, you know, all these other principles and oh, it's not it's not about Christianity in general or Christianity has to change in some way and become, you know, more ecumenical. But those who actually believe the Bible, 
Those who believe that the scripture says that that homosexual activity is an abomination, a specific word chosen by God. He calls things sins, iniquities. He says wickedness, but he calls that particular act an abomination. Those of us who believe that and say, okay, I understand some people love each other who are the same sex, but I have to, I have to treat them as I would somebody who is an alcoholic. You can still love that person, but you don't have to affirm that what they're doing is right. And that's one of the main issues with this. Uh, lastly, I have one more quote, and then we're going to close here. Uh, from the book Colonization by Albert Galloway Keller, page 293. And it talks about how the Jesuits uh, educate. And this is something that happened in what they called the Jesuit... Actually, their communist um, uh, experiment that they had over in the New World back in the 15-1600s, which was called the Reductions of Paraguay. Okay, and they, they basically took these in uh, in their missions, and they started using them to create, uh, you know, blankets and trinkets and all these other things, and they would sell them back to the Europeans, and they would they would pocket all the money themselves, and it was it was a commune, it was a, a communist, you know. Reduction, that's what it was. They called it a mission, but it's being used to make money. Now, it's talking about the education in that regard of the people there in Paraguay, the, the, the natives there, the Indians. This is from page 293. It says, What the Jesuits have been blamed for is that they made of their charges mere apes and parrots, incapable of progress and invention if left to themselves. Now think about that for a second. What does a parrot do? A parrot only repeats what it's told. Have you ever thought about some of these people on the far left and, you know, even others on the far right? Basically a lot of people with very strange ideas, especially the political insanity, the cultural insanity that we're seeing today. How can you believe nothing's going on? If you just go turn the clock back 50 years, you know, you're going to tell me nothing's going on, really? But the Jesuits, in their education model, they're, they're known that they made their pupils mere apes and parrots. All they could do was repeat what they were told. Have you ever tried to engage in conversation with somebody who had one of these, uh, you know, unbiblical belief systems? And you, you probe them a little bit, and they get upset, right? Because they don't really know why they believe what they believe. That's just what they've been told, and it's popular, and it's peer pressure, and, you know, don't judge me, essentially, at the end of the day. What the, what the Sodomites said. Who made you judge over us? Don't judge me. But they don't really think it through. They don't really know what they believe. And I know this because... I've fallen into this trap myself. Before God came into my life, I believed that evolution uh, was probably true. You know, I hadn't thought, really thought about it. That's the problem. I don't. We didn't. I didn't think that much back then, in the true sense of the word. And then, I was faced with the 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 Bible's account when I really started studying it and. I had to really take another look at this issue and 
and and figure out what I believe in. I found that the science, the 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 true science, clearly shows that creation can be supported. Let me put it this way: creation can be supported by science, and evolution cannot. It's just another conjecture on top of another conjecture, which builds off of that, and it's all it's all this conjecture. It's all nice, has scientific wording, but it's not science. Now, continuing on with the quote, the old accusation against communism that it destroys emulation and individual initiative were lodged against the reduction. Again, the protests were directed against the rigorous seclusion policy, for in this Paraguay, Jesuits rivaled all other missionaries because they had the power to do so. They admitted no European, that means they let no European in even within the bounds of their reductions, and having to themselves no ties of kindred by marriage or otherwise those around them, remained a distinct class apart. Their disciples were not even instructed in Spanish or any other European tongue, save so much, perhaps, as was implied by their being taught to patter certain prayers by rote. But this amounted... The critics of the Jesuits have regularly asserted to the inducing of a mental and moral imbecility in a group held in virtual servitude for ulterior ends. Now, folks, is that what we're seeing in the world today, especially here in the United States, but across the whole world? We are seeing a mental and moral imbecility. Imbecility. Morals. People don't know why homosexuality is wrong or why transgender is wrong. They don't understand why anymore. You see, this is something that wasn't questioned before. It's just taken at face value. People understood. When's the slippery slope going to end? When is it going to come up, and it's already starting to, that somebody who wants to have sexual relations, say, with a child... Is there any scripture verse that you can find that says, do not have sex with a child? Think about that. Is there any way you can prove it scientifically that it's wrong? So in this, in this world of existentialism, of moral relativity, of postmodernism, where there's no absolute truths, what's what's to stop anybody from from how can you how can you battle against somebody against that argument see it's taken at face value right now so what i'm saying probably sounds absurd to most of you but what 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 in 10 years from now i mean you turn back the clock 70 years and you ask people about the homosexuality question it's it's taken for granted it's 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 it's, it's clear as day to them in 10 years, 15 years from now, will be will it be or less? Will it be as clear as day that pedophilia is wrong in our world? That's why folks and we went over time here a little bit, but that's why folks we need to we need to keep in prayer. We need to seriously consider the education of our children. We need to seriously consider the colleges uh, that we ourselves are thinking about either sending our children or ourselves to is it worth the money to be indoctrinated like this 
And really, I think personally, I think we need to get back to homeschooling uh, and private schools. And I think we need to pray for we need to keep our country in prayer because people are uh, they're really they're losing it. Uh, the, the world's being polarized right now. God's getting his bundles together uh, to be burned. And there's other bundles being brought together who are going to be part of that, hopefully part of that 144,000 that will see Christ face to face. So with that, we are out of time. And I just want to say, keep your faith in God, keep your eyes on him, and let him be your joy and your peace, because peace will not be in this world. Thank you, and God bless.